This is the Dallas Morning News. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's Wednesday, September 20th. Today's forecast calls for sunny skies in Dallas with a high of 97 and a low around 77 with a chance for an evening thunderstorm. Here are today's headlines. Dallas could become the latest city to use a gunshot detection system to help police address crime. But the tool has gotten mixed results for decades as cities continue to add and drop similar systems amid questions about their efficacy in decreasing gun crimes. A system that can pinpoint gunfire is part of the city's proposed $4.6 billion budget up for final approval Wednesday. The city council tentatively signed off September 6th on setting aside $450,000 to buy the system and 80 additional license plate reader cameras. City officials say the move is meant largely to address apparent random gunfire, believed to be cases of people firing a gun into the air. Councilmember Jaime Resendez said he's heard random gunshots since he was a child growing up in the city, and it's still one of the top public safety concerns he hears from residents who fear they or their loved ones will be hit by stray bullets. For more on this story, visit DallasNews.com. In other news, the city of Dallas is facing a staffing crisis with 20% of its jobs unfilled, more than 3,400 vacancies, even as peer cities in Texas are having some success filling open positions after the COVID-19 pandemic. In Austin, the city is missing 14% of its staff. In San Antonio, that number is about 10%. And in nearby Plano and Arlington, the staff vacancy rates are 6.5% and 9% respectively. Of the state's largest cities, only Houston has a staff vacancy rate higher than Dallas at 22%. The city blamed the staffing deficit on a slew of obstacles. Fewer applicants, outdated onboarding software, a lack of candidates with technical skill, and a burgeoning private sector. Up next... Billy Shamirmir, a convicted murderer accused of killing about two dozen elderly women and one man across North Texas, was killed by his cellmate in a state prison Tuesday morning, the Texas Department of Criminal Justice confirmed to the Dallas Morning News. The 50-year-old Shamirmir was indicted on 22 capital murder charges, 13 in Dallas County and 9 in Collin County. He was convicted by Dallas County juries last year in the 2018 slayings of two women and was given two life sentences without the possibility of parole as Dallas County prosecutors did not seek the death penalty. A spokeswoman for the TDCJ said Shamir Mir was found dead in his cell at the Caulfield unit near Tennessee Colony, about 85 miles southeast of Dallas. His cellmate, who is serving a sentence for murder out of Harris County, was the assailant. Shamir Mir's cellmate allegedly started beating him after Shamir Mir made inappropriate comments, sexual in nature, about the cellmate's children. In other news, 
For the first time in seven years, a Dallas police officer accused in Tony Tempa's death was questioned publicly under oath Monday about what happened to the 32-year-old in the midst of a mental health crisis when police responded to his call for help. Officer Danny Vasquez said he wasn't responsible for his death. Vasquez, who joined the department 10 years ago, was the first person called to the witness stand in the long-awaited federal civil case, which began this week after significant legal hurdles and delays following Tempa's death on August 10, 2016, in Dallas police custody. Attorneys for Tempa's parents say he died from positional asphyxia, which happens when people can't breathe because their airway is restricted. Attorneys for the city say that isn't mentioned in the autopsy report. The city of Dallas is representing officers Dustin Dillard, who knelt on Tempa's back for nearly 14 minutes, Raymond Dominguez, Kevin Mansell, and Vasquez. All but Mansell remain on the force, and each of them were present Monday, dressed in suits instead of police uniforms in the courtroom. And the Dallas Morning News had the rare opportunity to spend the last seven weeks inside the Dallas Police Department's narcotics unit of its Special Investigations Division. Regular raids on drug houses showed officers still see more meth and heroin, but fentanyl grabs are growing. As part of our month-long reporting series on the fentanyl crisis, we're giving you an inside look at how DPD's jump-out boys bust drug houses at dallasnews.com slash fentanyl. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve White. Have a great day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more from the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.